This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome back. We are talking season three. We are back with Killing Eve. I got my girls here. You, as you know, Erica's going to bring us that special segment. Say what's up, Erica. What's up, party people? <laughs> hey. And we also got a newbie with us this season. We got Mia. What's up, girlies? What's up? I'm so excited to be here. I am a new and intense Killing Eve fan, so this is very exciting for me. I'm so looking forward to hearing like the, like the difference between you guys, like being a veteran, having done this before, and having your input, just like being fresh off the boat. I'm very excited. As you guys know, I am your host, Delia Gomez. Thank you guys so much. We're going to have a special segment, a little bit of news and gossip. We have some crazy stories, as always, from Erica. So let's just jump right into it, girlies. I mean, come on. What did we think? This was kind of like a shocking episode, as always. What did you think, girly? Oh, my gosh. I was definitely shook by this entire episode. I mean, we have new characters, a random wedding, which I can't wait to talk about. Like, what? Right. And the flashbacks, <laughs> the thump of the ending, literally. Um, but honestly, I, now I just want dumplings. Like Eve is making dumplings and I'm <laughs> so hungry, <laughs> but not the chicken. I was like, no, that's too much for me. Um, what about you, Erica? What did you think? Um, I loved it. I wasn't really uh, shook, really, I should say, until the end. But I like the idea of it's a new season and we want to see what everyone's new normal is. Right. And so that was really kind of cool how they did that, how they showed Eve. And how they just showed everybody's new situation. And I was totally, I was shocked by the ending. Kind of. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like once, once he heard that creak, I was like, oh dude, <laughs> faster than that. That first like, creak. you know what you used to do for a living, right? Yeah, what you, yeah. What's going on right now? Exactly. So, but um, outside of that, like, I thought it was just very well done. And it kept you like hanging on every moment to really figure out like, okay, what's up with everybody? Yeah. So, it was really it was really cool I like it was very well done it really was I honestly have to say that it felt like we're all adjusting to this life right now living remotely Mm -hmm. so it felt kind of cool to see all the characters adjust to a new way of life it's very different they're also able to do what they're doing but I was like okay we're all adjusting clearly (laughs) I'm like Eve in this in this in this show right now just getting by literally a full (laughs) box of groceries just like dumping them in Poor Eve, I gotta say. You guys, I mean, we really do have to basically talk about Kenny dying. I mean, that to me, he's one of the biggest characters on this show. And then they killed him off. That to me, I was like, what? We, I mean, like, this is like the biggest shocker. 
I'm did you guys expect that Erica did you expect that you being the biggest fan of, of Kenny and Carolyn's relationship um I, I mean okay so I was I was shocked by it but I thought that um you know just like as a writer and stuff it was the clear consistent the reluctant hero she's like I'm not going back I'm not going back I'm not going back <laughs> and so I was like what is going to make her go back? Like, I, I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then for a minute, she put her hand on her head or whatever. And I was like, oh, she's just going to go back now. But she was still like, nope. And, you know, I like my dumplings and stuff. And so, <laughs> I mean, so I thought it was like, this is what would pull her back and pull right. her back with a vengeance. So I thought um, I was, I wasn't that surprised. Because once you start doing side stuff, I mean, you already kind of know they're tracking you. Right. know that even though you think you're incognito they got you mm-hmm. so it wasn't you know I wasn't totally like oh my gosh but I was surprised <laughs> yeah yeah I me, agree yeah. I agree I wasn't I guess I wasn't surprised that it happened like it's almost one of those things you see coming like Erica said when I heard that first bump I was like yo like you better get <laughs> up what are you doing he's like it's fine I'm like no it's not but I guess I, I'm not surprised that it happened I'm more surprised that they actually did it right like they killed Kenny I'm like yeah do um like most of twitter was so upset and i'm i'm right there with them just yeah like, girl i'm like you couldn't wait till the fourth episode in like literally episode one that just right? hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. That's all what I'm saying. Of, right? And I, all I could think of was what Carolyn was saying, um, I think it was last season, to Kenny. And she, or well, she didn't say to Kenny, but she basically was telling one of the characters, she was like, um, I would never let myself actually love him the way he deserves to be loved because of the work we do and then this happened so I wondered I wonder if the writing room knew that last season when they kind of wrote that line in there of like Karen was like I can't love that because it's a yeah I mean creating some sort of distance because I mean yeah she's in a world where deaths are the norm and it's yeah. it's very she has to protect herself and her heart but I was very I was shocked because Kenny is probably one of like the most likable characters mm. in this entire season there's a lot of unlikable characters and the way they just dropped him from like you know the building I was I was I was not happy I was like wait no 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 I did not want to see him just like <laughs> fall like that shot of him just like yeah. falling through the window I was like oh <laughs> right exactly I know what you mean because I was kind of like okay how many people were there like how many people did it take to drag him up to the you know like in these matter of minutes was she late for their meeting like I right. was like I need some more details because I thought he was just gonna be like shot under a desk right like, once she got there I was like you better look down girl he's like <laughs> on the floor that's what I thought but then you know then we hear the thud so I was like oh okay so, yeah. You know what killed me when she pressed the elevator button, and I was like, "Eve hit the stairs." I was like, "We don't have time to waste." I was so mad at her. It like takes like, ten minutes, to- right? Like I'm like, "You're taking so long." But then also, like, this is my question. My main question about the show as a newbie is like, okay. "Why are they tracking killers?" And none of them are armed. None of them are trained to kill. Like they're out here just leaving. Eve is leaving her door, her front door open. I'm like, "What's going on?" I'm just astonished well, yeah. at this fact. 
Well, Eve's kind of has like the death wish sort of. She's kind of always been one step ahead in the previous season, right? Erica, remind me if I'm wrong, but she's kind of always been like inside a killer's head. So she doesn't she necessarily knows. know uh, like combat per se, but she is more a psychological understanding and can kind of and understand a, a serial killer. Yeah. And from what I recall, I don't really remember too many people in her team really like, they weren't the combat ones anyway. No. So they always, you know, I mean, they weren't really quick to always have backup, but she rarely, like, I don't remember, like, Kenny, I don't remember, I don't really remember most of them didn't really have guns. No, so I'm saying carry a um, gun with you or something. Yeah, they're more like right. intelligence. So it's more about trying to figure out who the 12 are, who's working for who, who Villanelle is being hired to yeah. kill. Because it's all... Villanelle at, the, at one point she was having a huge target list and it was like remember that creepy guy from season two where he was in charge of this corporation and like we couldn't quite figure out his relationship right. with his sister so there's right. a lot of like that behind the scenes that they're more likely diving Dude, into out and about I'm like, <laughs> don't harm yourselves this is wild anyway I'm down for the ride well <laughs> I think what, what, it, what the difference is what I find interesting is like, to be honest, it's kind of like, does Obama need a gun? You know what I mean? Like, if you have, like, a certain, if you have certain you have, people behind you. I love that. And, like, so you good. don't need all of that. You know what I'm that's saying? That's a good point. Like, that's what, the, that's what your support staff is for. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's not really out yeah. there shooting people because she's like, yeah, I have a whole agency that shoots people. So I am just figuring out where they are. You know what I mean? Because it really, because really it's, it is more the government is like, is it really the government or is yeah. it really the criminal? You don't really know. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying? These people are going to poison me. Like there's so many different layers to it. Yeah. Just you just got to be ready to protect yourself. But realistically, you can't be carrying a big old gun and knives mm-hmm. and stuff. You just got to, you got to move fast. You got yeah. to dodge yeah. move fast. That's your protection. Okay. Yeah. And the only time you really do see <laughs> violence per se was, you know, we saw when Villanelle killed Eve, and we see Villanelle killing because that's like her thing and her, you know, her flair. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's more of that cat and mouse game between the two of them, which mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you guys think that's going to continue on in this season, considering how Eve is very much like done with Villanelle? Do you think that they're going to be still like at each other a little bit? They have to. It's not by the end. <laughs> I, know, I mean, she's just married. <laughs> the whole core of the show, like, it's, got, it's got to, but I'm just like wondering how that will work. Right? back in yeah well, I think part of it is from the previews when they finally because I think Villanelle really thinks she's dead and the whole okay part of okay my husband is cracked up and I'm making dumplings she's not quite undercover but she's doing her thing right so right. excuse me I think once she once Villanelle knows that she's alive that's going to be a thing she's going to come back and then I think she's going to now, because of Kenny, she's going to be pushed back in anyway. So right. I think they're going to have to bump heads, basically, regardless. Aye, aye. I think the killing of Kenny brought her and back. Villanelle back into play. And now that Villanelle is back working again, like, it's yeah. going to happen. So yeah, good. Yeah, we were introduced to a new character, Dasha. And I think we're going to get a little bit more of Villanelle's backstory. Part of, like, what makes Villanelle, to me, so interesting is this mystery behind her. So I don't know if like knowing more about her origin story is going to destroy that for me just a tad, that like essence of, you know, mystery that I love so much about her. 
what do you guys think introducing um dasha and like kind of getting to know a little bit more of the backstory and like basically that's her teacher what did you think maya i think well first of all i loved her jacket when she was like i'm dasha and she was like <laughs> gymnastics and it said like dasha. yeah i was like who is this woman um but i don't know i'm confused about her i can't really get a read on her I'm excited to learn more about her. I feel like I didn't learn that much other than the fact that she kind of like, see, so basically Villanelle is not self-made. Like I think we right. sometimes think of like murderers or murderesses as like, uh, you know, they had some troubled past and she did, but it's like these people trained her to kill. And so mm -hmm. it's interesting seeing who has taught her to be the way she is in a sense. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to, to learn more about her for sure. What about you, Erica? Um, I'm excited to learn more. I think I want to know more about their relationship because I feel like it seems cool, but I feel like honestly, she's disposable. So I think at the end of the day, sooner or later, if Villanelle has to, I don't know if it's that tight bond like that she had with her keeper, or, you know, with her right. so I don't know. Like, I feel like she might be willing to take that woman out. Like that's the vibe I get so far, but it would be interesting to see more of her history, how they trained her and, you know, because right now Villanelle is kind of like, whatever, I'm not buying it. So mm -hmm. it's not like reunited with your old auntie. Yet. Right. So it'll be interesting to see, um, I guess maybe they'll do more flashbacks or whatever. It'll be interesting to see more of her history. Because yeah, especially because they also, get into it really bad. Yeah, and we don't really know Eve's history either. Because I'm like, if things are so bad, like you still have an American accent, go back to America. So I'm curious to see if we're going to get any of Eve's backstory too, because I would think that they're probably similar for some reason. I would oh, that's interesting. I love that. I love like how that. you put, always, you always seem to like think bigger pictures. This is the thing about Erica. I'm always like, yes, Erica, tell us more. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so good. But I, you know, the way that her wedding was completely destroyed, the fact that Dasha was like around and like brought her back and pulled her. And now she wants to be a keeper. Villanelle now wants to be some sort of keeper. So that's a boss boss right that's more than google that for next week because i was like okay that's more than a handler but i was like is she almost one of the 12 what is she asking yeah for? So i don't even know like i i was like okay we're gonna have to find that out and if yeah. anybody knows in the chat let us know because yeah because that was the actual keeper what you know like okay that's more than someone who trains you that's more than someone who handles you like what is the keeper doing are they setting up projects like i don't know we need a family tree yeah, we need to be like, like what? I didn't even know that this existed for like killers. Like it's like, okay, so we have like the baseline, which is Villanelle right now, who's just an assassin. And then we have her keeper. No, her who is it? Her handler. Yeah. Handler. And then like a keeper's above that. I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. And okay, wait, shout out to um to ER's grandpa. He says, Great title for a book, Erica. My husband is cracked up and I'm making dumplings. <laughs> All day, every day, because I love dumplings. Like when I was watching every scene in the kitchen, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" If I ever lose it, that's all I want to do is make handmade dumplings all day long. Like you got me. Now's the time. So if right, I say, right, right, just learn. Shout out to every the other people in the chat too, you guys. We Yay, have we're so nine people. So that's so oh, great. Thank that's you guys exciting. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Mega Movie Z's, ER Grandpa, uh, Sesha Flores. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. My bad. Like, I'm not that great with my R's. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining in.
Yeah, this means a lot to us, especially at this time, especially here at AfterBuzz. We really do appreciate all of your love and like that you guys are fans of the show, fans of us and willing to stick around, especially since we're not in studio. We really do appreciate it. I was going to say, those are dedicated fans. Like Zoom, Zoom show, (laughs) we love you. We love you. We really do. All right. So, I mean, that was kind of like the biggest two things. I mean, I'm very, there's a lot of like, slow parts moving in this episode I gotta say for me it was very much like here's everybody slowly going tempo wise we the biggest thing was the ending obviously like that was the biggest thing we did see like okay we kind of know where this is going but overall do you guys think that it's going to be really hard to top the last two seasons like that's my biggest fear for this season I just feel like okay can they do it I just don't know what did you think Erica um, yeah, for sure. I mean, they're really talented writers. And I want to say, I think the person, the woman who created this also created Fleabag, which got canceled. Oh, so, like, Fleabag. She has a lot of time. So, and she's really great. Like, I think she's, she's working amazing. on a new HBO show or she just has a new HBO show. Wow. Yeah. So I think, I think she's amazing. Um, I think they can, because I think, although as uh, Mia pointed out, Carolyn said she didn't love him like that. I think the fact that Kenny's death is is probably going to be enough to like, Carolyn has already been, you know, she's basically, she's basically probably going to be head of some, something in like Zimbabwe or something like, you know what I mean? Like they're already going to give her <laughs> a crazy gig because <laughs> yeah. she messed up. Right. So Demoted. they're priming her. I would say, well, we're going to get to predictions later, but like if she goes rogue and she ends up with Eve, like, you know what I mean? To avenge Kenny. Yeah. And it would be a great season. That would be great. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to be a lot with Kenny's death. It's going to bring in a whole bunch of different layers to the story. So I think it could be good. Very true. What about you, Mia? What did you think? What do you think? As a newbie, I'm very interested. Like, because you, you've probably binged this. Like, you've just been like, (laughs) all right. So you've seen the the tempo change a little bit. Yeah. So actually, when I was looking up, because we're going to do news um, and gossip later, I was looking it up. And so Phoebe Waller-Bridge was the writer of the first season. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I don't know the writer of the second season, but the writers have changed. And I think yeah, this every season is different. So I'm curious as to see if it's going to be a seamless integration of, of like the dialogue and how they speak and how they interact, or if we'll see, you know, little like a little bit of dips here and there. But um, I don't know. I think if this show is naturally, a, it's like a slow burn and then something big happens. And I feel yeah. like they usually... Uh, you know, bookend it. So it's like either the first episode, the last episode, which we've seen. So I think there's a lot of room to grow in the middle. Um, but I'm excited to see, um, uh, like, honestly, an emotional side of Carolyn. Oh, she's interesting. Bee. She's been a bad bee. And I think, I think she's going to get emotional because of course she loves him. Of course she loves right. him. She just had yeah. to say that she can't let herself get that close unless she's, unless that's really true. Maybe she's also a psychopath. I mean, I think she's awesome. that would be the best plot twist in history. Yeah. Carolyn is yeah. also a killer. I mean, exactly. Like, I don't think Carolyn is going to get emotional because I don't think British people do emotion. That's but, okay. <laughs> but, no, no, no. But I do feel like, given her job, given her choices, like now we might see her with a gun. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's just going to be a real old blood. And oh like, I think she's going to be very vengeful as opposed to emotional. But I do mm. feel like she's going to get 
for vengeance. I, I do feel like something's bubbling like in Carolyn, given the fact that she has a boss now. She's demoted. She doesn't have her office anymore. Like exactly. she's very much like exactly. a woman in power. And you can kind of see those little bubbles starting to surface a tad bit. Like I know this exactly. is the first episode. And I like, mean. yeah, we don't know her reaction yet to Kenny just yet. But yeah, Carolyn's always been a question mark for me, even from last season. I think you remember, Erica, we discussed a little bit her position with the 12 and like knowing about it, like kind of tipping Eve off in little weird ways. We were like, well, is it to help her or to get her killed? Because we were not quite sure like what team she's right. on. Right, very true, very true. And I think she is very calculating, but I do feel like we have seen in this episode everything even before Kenny's death is going against her. So it's going to be like, okay, is it enough to break her? Is it enough to change her from this calm? Like, okay, I'm still working for the government the best I can. Or is she getting mad? And I think we've seen her, like you said, start to bubble. So it'll be interesting to see if Kenny's death is the thing that's going to push her. We'll see. Yeah. And surprisingly, I, I thought Villanelle's kill was a little bit less uh, sleek and a little bit more angry. Do you guys actually, I read actually an article saying that they think that the writers were trying to show that Villanelle is showing more anger because she misses Eve. Do you guys agree with that statement? Mia, would you say that you agree? Uh, showing more anger? I almost feel like, and maybe, I don't know if I'm right, but I almost feel like this is the opposite. I don't think she was as angry. I feel like it was kind of like lackluster. She literally, I feel like before she'd put some oomph into the stabbings and like, even if it was a little poison, it was like, she was so sassy with them. But I feel like this time, I feel like she actually kind of connected with the woman, the cashier Mm -hmm. for a split second. I almost felt it. And then she just was like, push and with the powder. (laughs) She seemed off. Like she seemed like she didn't have something driving her because she thinks Right. That's what it seemed like to me, but I don't know. What do you guys think? What are you, what about you, Erica? Um, <clears throat> I think, uh, you said, did she, what did you say? She said because of Eve's death. Yeah. Is she, they're um, angry. So article said, angry. Like, Oh, angry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think she's angry. I think she's grieving. Right. And mm. she's to some extent, or maybe she's angry because she lost her or whatever, but I think, um, Eve has always had a manner of distracting her from her business. Like anytime she's really into Eve or really connected with Eve in some way, her her kills aren't as smooth. And so I think this one was like borderline sloppy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, she didn't, she's like, the woman was not dead and got up and started choking her. That was like messy. I was like, oh, what is this? She ain't dead. Like what is yeah. this? So cool. <laughs> so true. And, and the fact that she said, um, and like the fact that she said, uh, untouchable that means she messed up point blank I know I'm willing to say as a writer she messed up on that kill as soon as she got cocky like oh I'm untouchable no it was messy yeah and you are touchable now because Eve got to you so now as Carolyn said she has a love for someone now she is vulnerable and I think um it is messing with her uh, so I don't think her kill is necessarily angry. I think it's sloppy. I think she's getting yeah. sloppy because she doesn't she, she doesn't have a passion for it. She misses Eve. She has all these things emotionally going on, and she's not the cold blooded top student that you know that she once was. She's not the star pupil anymore. I don't think. Yeah, That's and I also feel point. like killing started to get fun for her when she was able to leave those little clues for Eve. And now that there's no one to leave leave cl- clues for. She's kind of like, it's kind of like people say, you know, 
I have no one to live for. It's like, she has no one to kill for. Yeah. Just like, whatever. No one's going to think this is fun. No one's going to track this. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because this show always does this thing where I agree with everything that you guys are saying. And then at the same time, I'm like, wait, but they're psychopaths and they're not supposed to feel anything. And so I'm just like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's constantly. You're so right. (laughs) That's constantly my, my issue with like, oh, I like, I, like I fall in love with LNL all the time. And I'm always like, she's, she felt it with that little boy in the hospital that one season, the last season. And then like, there's little moments where I I think like, oh, there's a heart in there. And then there isn't. And then I'm constantly just having my heart broken with her. Which is interesting because I think that that's what the show is. It explores a mind of a serial killer and like also kind of, you know, just with a psychopath, sociopath, like we can't really necessarily like determine what they are. But yeah, like you start believing all these things that they feel bad, they don't feel bad and try to create reasons as to why they're acting certain ways. Mm. Well, yeah, but I think too, though, like just because someone might be a psychopath or a serial killer or whatever, I think that doesn't mean that they don't have certain attachments to certain people. I mean, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be interesting to find out. Like, yeah, you know, they, they, you know, maybe they go out and they kill all these people, but is there that one person that they wouldn't kill? Or is there, does that mean that they don't have attachments, although not what normal people yeah. you know, have, but maybe yeah. they do have certain attachments. And what was really interesting on a side note that I thought about the wedding scene was I'm willing to bet, I guess we'll see maybe, but I think her wife, like maybe her family was like mafia or something. Because oh, as yeah. soon as the flight came, it was like, everybody was like, oh, well, if she's fine, we all fine. <laughs> if, she's going, if she's going for it, because I didn't like, like this cousin, no way. So it was interesting to see how they all got into it. Not everybody was like, at first they seemed kind of bougie and shocked. Like, oh my gosh, she said whatever in her speech. But as soon as she started throwing down, nobody was shocked. Yeah. Everybody started fighting. And the kids were like, oh, we see this all the time. Let me throw, <laughs> let me throw some cake in there. So yeah. it was an interesting scene, I thought, all the way around. It'd be interesting to see who that woman is if we ever find out. Yeah, I, I literally just put it together that she said in the speech, like, I know she was like, I killed, but she said, I killed my ex-girlfriend, didn't she? So did she, does she consider Eve her ex-girlfriend? Because I'm pretty sure she said her ex. Well, she said, I, I thought she said she, she was glad she was dead. And everybody yeah. was looking like, what? And yeah. then, and you know, and then the uh, bride or whatever started laughing, but everybody was looking like she's serious. And the bride was laughing, but I think she knew she was serious too. And then like, yeah, whatever, really that fighting. so it's interesting because it was like, okay, it's all right to talk about somebody you glad somebody's dead. So you already know it's an interesting group of people in there. Oh my God. <laughs> and that guy who had the bottle of wine. Did you guys see that? When it yes. pinched the guy got the bottle of wine to his face, I was like, this is. That was yeah. honestly a really great scene. That entire like wedding. Yeah. I loved yeah. it so much. I'm really glad that that was included. That was like. Okay, we're back in the glamour and like Villanelle's outfit, girl. Yes, that's how <laughs> yes. you get <laughs> But it was it was very theatric. It reminded me almost of Mean Girls. You know, yeah. this is even like, <laughs> for sure. They literally, like, are just like prying each other in the hallway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I but I love the little kids that were like, "Yay, food fight!" Woo-hoo! I was like, "This is the best wedding ever!" <laughs> right? I need to be invited. Like they didn't they didn't let us know. <laughs> Well, we also have some great news coming up as well. So Mia, you got some news for us? I do. 
Okay, did you like my little tune there? I loved it. <laughs> so, actually, funny enough, I have, I found this thing on Twitter that actually you said you guys loved what she was wearing to the wedding. And yeah. um, just a little aside, if you like, like costumes, Easter egg symbolism, um, at sad LA timer said, thinking about how Villana wore black to her own wedding, legends only. I love that. <laughs> I didn't really think about that. She literally wore black, like she's in mourning. She's mourning. Um, or can she, like you said, because she's- She was also dressed like a man. So, I mean, she wasn't yeah, wearing a white suit. I mean, give her a <laughs> I don't know. I like that. That's the male part of the wedding. I mean, I'm just saying. The, That's what yeah, I thought too. Because so, you like, wearing a suit. But it was like really, yeah, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's very true. I did. I don't know. I thought the black was cool. I thought that maybe was a symbol. I don't know. But um, so the actual news is in a Daily Mail article, lead writer Suzanne Heathcote insisted that the death was key to the plot. And this is Jessica Kenny, clearly. She said, it's hard because Kenny's so beloved and understandably so. Sean is a brilliant actor as well. It's always hard making those decisions. The reality is it's because he's such a beloved character and because Eve has such an emotional connection to him that the death has the impact that it has. It needed to be something really monumental that brought Eve back into the investigation of the 12. So, Erica of course, Erica literally knows everything. And yeah, we just, we just Suzanne need literally gave us a spoiler so we know what's yeah. going to happen now. So, thanks, Suzanne. Thanks, Erica. <laughs> Erica, sorry, sorry. I love how you just know it. She knew. Also, oh my gosh, thing too. I saw this tweet that was funny and it said, thinking about Carolyn at, at home alone with two servings of fish and chips. Oh my God. Because, you know, before he left the house, she was going to get the I know. I love that bad. scene when he was like, uh, I'm mad, but I will have some fish and chips. Thanks, mom. Bye. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah, whole and they're perfect. Oh, yes, Aww. yes, yes. Love that. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love that. I don't know how I feel when, like, I'm always kind of betrayed by writers. I know Erica understands them. She's like, this is why we have to have it. But I'm like, why'd you kill Kenny? Like, I loved him so much. Like, I'm always kind of betrayed. I'm like, I followed yeah. him. I him. <laughs> okay, here, here's the thing. Like, as a writer, like, I know, and I totally feel you. And, you know, not to, like, segue into an old back-in-the-day type thing, but... Do it. <laughs> after, after they killed everybody in Game of Thrones, I was like, anything can Game be over. done ever. They will take out anybody at any time. And that's what makes it good. Because then you're like, oh my gosh, could they really kill Eve? Like, I know that's the name of the show, but I want another season. Oh. So that's what makes it good because you always are like, you don't really know in your heart if they're going to play by the rules. And that's what makes it so exciting. Like, that's what makes you like, oh my gosh. That's true. You know, so that's what, and I agree with you. Like, it makes you so sad and upset. <laughs> I'm like, Kenny was so cool, though. He was you know? the best. He was, he was the best. So sweet. People kept being yes. like on Twitter. They were like, "I wish it was Nico instead." I'm like, "Leave Nico alone." I kind of like him. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Okay, let's bring it back to Nico. I yes. still stand behind, even though he's in a crazy house. I still feel like he might be a spy girl. Like, why is he here still? Why are we still with him? <laughs> and I, you, she's been saying that forever. Like Erica has been saying that Nico, like, they, and I. At the point that she's so accurate about so many things, I'm yeah. going to start taking notes and be like, okay. No, not, okay. So, all right. So, right Nico, again. I will she's say, right like, Nico has not come to pass, but I'm kind of like, I don't know. He's such dead weight. I mean, even Kenny was like, <laughs> well, I was, saying, I was talking about Nico. And she was like, oh, yeah, right. He's in the crazy house. <laughs> she did not care oh, yeah, about him. him. <laughs> she was like, swerve, my husband. Did not need him. 
And I, and let's go back to that before we get out of here, like really quickly, let's talk about Nico. Like Nico, dude, uh, take a pill, man. Get your life together. Like, how did you marry somebody who's like in the next to the CIA type stuff and now somebody's dead and you like, he, well, maybe, maybe he had an addiction. I don't know what's going on with him, but I'm like, um, yeah, like I hope this did not like mentally crack you up because it was just I don't know like, how he expects Eve to be normal. Like, I think we've been saying that for so many seasons. It's like we we understand what Eve does as viewers and him as his hu- her husband does not understand what she does. And it's like, honey, your wife is not who you think she is. Just kind of. That's so true. But okay. I have a hot take on this. I actually think so. Eve started out. This is the thing is, this is marriage. People transform like that's natural and you love them and you choose to support them that he is faulted on, but she didn't start out this way. Like she was, wasn't she just like the assistant to the guy? Like she wasn't supposed to be out there like chasing like this psychopath and being in the way of all this. And so he loves her and he cares for her. And I feel like people are like, Nico, you just need to support her. But I'm also like, I understand like that's hard to watch someone right. love go out. Right. But then I'm also like, like you guys said, like, this is who she is. You knew she yeah. was going to do it someday. How do you not know? You well, know? It's true. Cause uh, there was a couple seasons where we were starting to see that come out of Eve a little bit more. She was suppressing her, Fatuation with the Linnell and killing and all of this, the dark side of Eve. She was suppressing that when she was with Nico. And at the end of the day, people are who they are. And, you know, he just doesn't want to realize that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like he's like that mobster wife that's like, oh, I don't know what my husband does. He just brings home money and like he pays for everything in cash. And I don't know. I'm just going to pretend like I don't know he's a mass killer. And because to me, it's like, okay, you must have had some idea. It's like if you're married to a cop or whatever, or you're married mm-hmm. to someone in the FBI, like you've got to know that this is what your life is going to come in contact with. And I don't know. It's just, it's interesting how they've shown how he um, has not had, the, I guess not, has not had the ability to deal with it. Right. Or maybe he tried to leave and then obviously you know, he got dragged back in or whatever. So it's an interesting, yeah. we'll see where they go with Nico. I'm not totally saying he's a spy, but You're the spy. Hopefully, hopefully they'll do something with him this season. Like he's, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of spies that we don't really know what team they are on, if they're good or bad, you got plenty of stories, don't you, for us, Eric? <laughs> we all, all are. All right, so here we are for the special segment of the first one of the season. Famous real life female assassins, because who don't like a good assassin that looks good? Okay, so <laughs> now this assassin is from Mexico, which oh, is hola. Mexican assassins. I've, I've, I know I've spoken on a few. So this one is uh, Maria, Maria Guadalupe Jimenez Lopez, uh, Mexican female assassin, also known as La Tosta which I don't know Spanish, so I don't know what tosta means. Tosta means like toasted. Like, um, yeah, just- Oh, means- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was, she was shooting people up, people. So she, <laughs> oh she, she was arrested something? in, I believe this was 2012 in oh, Monterey, okay. Mexico. And okay. she is an alleged enforcer for the Mes- Mexican Los Zetas d- drug cartel. And she is accused of 20 murders, including those of radical gang members, police officers, um, you know, like a whole slew of people. She like tortured people and left them in cars and teenagers and stuff. Now, what I really find interesting about her 
is, which is why I'm pretty sure I did not report this before because I don't I think you did. Okay. First of all, she's, um, she was 26 in 2012. So like do the math. She's a little bit older, um, at this point, but she was responsible for robberies, kidnappings, killing gang members, excuse me, gang members. She was like managing, she's like a manager for the drug cartel. Right. But now what's interesting is that they had her on a salary girl. That's the part that I find tripped out. So she's killing all these people and she's only doing it for 1500 a month. And I'm like, no, but I mean, you know, I I know like whatever, but it's 10,000 pesos every two weeks. And I feel like she deserved more. I'm just going to say that. I'm sorry. I I like how you're like, but she was doing a lot. She killed 20 people and 1500 a month. I mean, women just make more, less money in these situations. Like, yeah, Erica, you would you would find a way in to like make this a political movement. I, I mean, exactly. Like, uh, you know, I'm sorry that she got caught, but but you know what I'm saying, girl. They were not paying you enough. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, Erica for president, even though we don't know where her. <laughs> about like who she's exactly wanting to get paid more they're kind of iffy criminals but yeah so la tosca so she was known for like you know she's she's one of those sort of typical movie like assassins like james bond where like she comes up in the black escalade with some other people and just shoots people up with machine guns oh so wow My that's God. her but she was caught in um 2012 so you know i'm assuming she's still in mexican prison now but i will keep you all posted if she's i mean sometimes these assassins like get out of jail i know so many of them that we studied last year like were like yeah now they live in in portland so (laughs) (laughs) it's so true it's so true they're like yeah they they like kind of got forgiven if they did like one little job for the government or whatever or just got pardoned or whatever then they can go free Wait. Yeah, exactly. So it's so interesting. So I will keep you guys posted if she's out and about, you know, after quarantine. We need to know if she's I'll out and about. Know. <laughs> How long was she doing this for? Do you know when she started all of this? I don't know when she started, but she was arrested at 26. So she had to have started like when she oh. was young, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I will find, I'll find out. That, that, it didn't say in the article, but I'm like, she was arrested at 26. So she was already kind of young. Although I will say this, if they show you the photo online, she looks a little older than 26, so it's it's rough out there. No street. Those bags are real. You ain't got time for night cream, girl. You ain't got time. I know, I know. I'm like, you know, drink more water. But You're too busy having your eyes open, like just trying to make sure no one coming in to kill you. Exactly, exactly. It's a stressful life for sure. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Erica, for that. As always, you always bring us a wonderful story. I'm telling you, I don't know where she gets these stories from. (laughs) I'm always like waiting patiently for it. (laughs) I know our viewers are too. Well, thank you guys so much. It's a blast. It's my pleasure. (laughs) Now we got to get into the predictions, y'all. I mean, like, it's, I know it's the first episode. It's a little hard to know where this can go because it can go so many different ways. After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) <laughs> so what are you guys thinking erica what did you think babe what do you think this is gonna go okay so i think um exactly as the blog mentioned and as i mentioned earlier i think kenny's death is enough to bring uh eve back into the fray with a vengeance and i think it'll be interesting to see because now she's really at first she was all about um catching villanelle yeah and so and that just was 
was so driving for her. So now I feel like it's going to be the same thing in catching Kenny's killer and catching the 12 or whatever. And I think it'll be weird because I think for once she and Carolyn will be on the same team because Carolyn will be so mad with the way her supervisors have played her or maybe they'll pretend like Kenny committed suicide. It's probably what they'll do. They'll probably say Kenny committed suicide to keep it like hush hush. And that might push Carolyn over the edge. Mm. So she and Eve will be like the duo. They'll be like, uh, you know, Starsky and Hutch or something. (laughs) Some other duo. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Mia? What did you think? Honestly, retweet everything Erica said. I know. Really, just- she knows best. Erica knows best is the name of this oh, episode. You guys are so funny. <laughs> but I am. I'm excited to see how Carolyn reacts. I don't know. This could go either way, like we said. Um, and honestly, I want to know who killed Kenny too. I guess we didn't even really yeah. talk about that. I don't, I don't think that'll be next episode, but that's because we don't. We don't really. I mean, we could kind of say this. I mean, those predictions. I don't really believe he jumped. I do think it was actually someone who killed him. You know, right. Live it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, we do have to find out who that is, and I'm sure we will get info. But I always feel like they never really let us know who the 12 is, so I'm hoping that maybe this this season we can find that out. But I agree with everything Erica said, that, you know, Eve is going to be back. We're going to get back into it, and uh, Villanelle doesn't know what's happening just yet. Just yet. She will. Yeah, that wedding. Will. You know about this lady. More flashbacks, please. Yeah. Anyway, you guys, thank you guys so much for being with us. I'm Delia Gomez. You guys can find me on all social media at the Delia Gomez. Erica, where can they find you, babe? All right, you guys. I'm Erica Edwards. You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica. That's E R I K A D as in door Edwards. And I'm Mia. Hi again. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Hot Mess Mia because it's a hot mess. I speak my mind over there. <laughs> and on Instagram as yours truly, Mia, because I write. Oh, love that. Oh, that's cool. That's I'm cool. so love that having you guys. And I'm so excited to see what the season brings. So stay tuned. Stay with us. We're very excited. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Ciao for Bye. now, Bye. guys. Thank Bye. you so much. Ciao, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.